welcome to Your Sober Chick Life, a first stop podcast for the sober and the sober curious, full of incredible topics, tools, tactics, inspiring guests. This is a place for you to grow, laugh and learn. Welcome. Well, we are back and we were just discussing something that we think might be of interest to you. Because funnily enough, when Lily reached out to me and said, would you like to do a podcast with me? She said I was coming from a lonely place. And I just said to her, I'm very lonely. And we sat there, both of us, looking at each other in the eyes with so much love, thinking, isn't it so much better to just say that you're lonely? Yes. Yes, it is. And I have... um, I have lifelong friends but they're all somewhere else I've moved Mm. and I have a tendency to not call them very often and I have a sister then she's somewhere else and I have a great relationship with my husband who I absolutely adore but one person cannot fulfill everything and then you know if he goes down I got nothing (laughs) like if he went down tomorrow yeah, there would be uh, someone would have to fly in a couple thousand miles to help me. It's a real it's it's so fascinating. And Esther, Esther Perel um, does a lot of work around this idea of um, we used to live in tribes, right, in tribes of up to I think it's like 50, 60 people or maybe less. But that within those tribes, there would be people to talk to, people to share the baby with, people to do this, people to, and so you would have, you know, there, no way was there one person having to cover all areas of expectation of somebody, right? right. There was no way, it didn't work that way. Whereas now with this in, this, in the life we have these days, which is much more insular, we walk around expecting our husbands or our partners or, or whoever to be our lovers, our sounding boards, our support, our acknowledgement, our, all this stuff. And it puts a huge amount of pressure on any relationship. And it's also unfair, right? Yeah, and it's, it's, it's not enough. It also leaves me feeling like my needs still aren't met. Exactly. And yeah. I need to do something about my own loneliness. And what we do is we have a tendency to point the finger at the person because they're not making us feel less lonely. Right. But it's right. never going to happen because right. it's in us that we have to go and satisfy that by satisfying our need for multiple people in our lives. Yeah. That we reach out to because each time it, it takes vulnerability to reach oh. out to each person. Yeah. Which means you grow each time you reach out to a different friend. Right. But I'm feeling that vulnerability bit right now. And you said something that struck me as well as I was a kid who was picked on. And I was the, the um, I was in sixth, sixth grade was like the worst year ever. And apparently I was so ugly. My sixth grade teacher called me Medusa. And then from that day forward, all the kids on the playground turned into stone when they looked at me. Oh, no, that's so mean. So mean. And so, yeah, that was that was it. And you 
And that lonely little kid who just wanted to be accepted, I still, after all the work I've done, the tens of thousands of dollars on therapists, coaches, blah, 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 the work put in, um, still occasionally just bumping into that fear of rejection. Yeah. And I'm I'm exactly the same. Same thing for me. I remember I was just saying to Lily that um, I was lying in bed the other night and out of the out of the blue came the feelings that I used to feel when I was a child. And I must have been about seven, six, seven. And people would laugh, point at me, laugh at me. Girls would run away from me and hide. And I remembered the feelings of utter shame because mm. I couldn't fit in. So what was wrong with me? Right. And, that, and, and rejection. And I just lay there in the dark and I just said to myself, where is that in my body? And let's just be with that. And astonishingly, well, it's not so astonishing now you know what we know. My whole body just dropped into a deep sleep and we let it go. Oh, but wow. initially came up and they were huge and it was like it was yesterday mm -hmm. rejection yeah I can still feel it a little bit when I think about those kids you were wondering what was wrong with you I knew what was wrong with me I was ugly mm -hmm. <laughs> the, the kids were clear well what's I think oh. it's because I was different you know I've always been different I've always marched to my own drummer and as much as it, it scares me to be alone I was my whole life I've been like well if you can't accept me for who I am then I'd rather be alone yeah but then yes. I think that just cut me off into just being alone I agree with you and then being alone becomes much safer completely yes. counterintuitive like counterinstinctive right to be alone we're not meant to be alone in groups we have a much higher chance of surviving than we do alone so there we are feeling that being alone is safer than being with the group. Right. Yeah, that's right up there. The group makes you feel rejected and sick feelings of shame and terrible things. Yeah. Sorry. That's right up there with alcohol is going to make you feel better. It's, <laughs> it's, just, it's just not right. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. But it is all and both revolve around belief. Yeah. Right. Beliefs that I am safer process of elimination with groups I feel this way alone I feel this way okay with alcohol I feel this way without alcohol I feel this way okay I'm gonna have a glass of wine right okay. wanting to numb a feeling or something right and I think then so then thinking back all those years I was sitting drinking wine watching Netflix I was really drowning a lot of loneliness yeah yeah yeah. And I remember coming into that feeling of entering a house, a dark house where there was no one there and just dreading having that feeling of, of it's empty. The rooms aren't there, are no lights on. And I remember and then I filled it with alcohol, which warmed me and then made me oblivious. And then it moved on to me wanting the house to be empty in order to be able to drink with my bottle. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm. dark right yeah that is dark crazy how our minds work crazy so you're not going to tell me that the that some people say yeah but the reasons I drink don't come from my childhood and it's like no you didn't drink in your childhood 
but the beliefs that you formed in childhood are the ones the things that are making you drink today right yeah it's a it's a fact yeah yeah I think so many people experience loneliness, especially around the holidays, because of the expectation yeah. of the family gatherings and the just the whole holiday thing. Like I will be invited to zero holiday parties this year. Zero. Yeah, I haven't had an invite yet. I do have two <laughs> Christmas cards. <laughs> Maybe we should have a party for ourselves. I'll send you one. You send me one. Whoa, that kicks it to three. <laughs> you can be in a room full of people, yeah, with your family and catering for making everything wonderful and, you know, falling over yourself trying to make everyone happy and feel utterly, utterly lonely. Yes. Yes, that's absolutely true, too. Um, the fear of being seen and being so... The fear of not being seen. Right? Yeah. Right? Like I, and then how many, the reason I have zero holiday invitations is because every invitation I've gotten in the last five years, I've said no to. Yeah. So, so why would they keep inviting me back? <laughs> hey, that's all going to change. Lily, Lily, this is all changing now. It's all we're, we're, changing. We're going to have to hire someone, a secretary to help us deal with the invites <laughs> this time next year. Because <laughs> we've decided that lonely no more. We've decided that that we're going to actually break the mold. The pattern is now coming to an end. Yeah. I believe that I am lovable. I believe I love myself unconditionally in every single way. And no one will take that away from me. So now it's time for me to make some friends. Right, because if they, if they don't love me for me at this point, I would just think they're dumb. Like I really think that, but I, I'm still behaving out of the old pattern. And it's just so fascinating that we fell on this conversation yeah. together this morning. And I've done a few things in terms of, I think the pandemic made it so much worse. Because yeah, I, I was saying how it made it easier for me because it, I, I was, it justified me being shut away in my room making handbags. Right. Well, easier in that way, but I think it made my loneliness problem worse because then I had an excuse to be here by myself all the time, not going to parties, not reaching out to people. And I'm making an effort to start going to things. So I now am going to a yoga class a few times a week, just getting myself out of the house going to the class. And of course it's the classic, oh, I can't afford that. You know, I should be doing yoga at home. It's like $20 a class. Yes, another thing you do in your own in your own home. Right? Right? Yeah. And then, oh, you know, I can't I can't afford this. I can't afford that. And mm, and your world gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And then and then you look at it and you go, actually, what am I doing here? I'm I'm just protecting myself. I'm protecting myself. But in, in my brain thinks I need to stay small. I need to stay at home and I need to show my brain. Because if you think about it, whatever your brain is going to confirm to you, whatever you ask it. So if you say, I'm lonely, I feel lonely, it just then goes out and confirms, yeah, you are absolutely lonely. You're right to feel lonely. Yes, it's, that's, you know, that's a fact. 
people don't call you, um, you're not invited, you look at it, you know, all these things, and it's going to go out and find confirmation. But equally, you can say, I might feel a bit lonely, but actually really looking forward to, to just opening up my pool a bit and making some connections and seeing what I can do. Your brain is a very different, what your, the feedback you're going to get from your brain is very different. Right. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be excitement. It's going to be an emotion about it. There'll be some trepidation. Don't get me wrong. There's going to be a bit of fear, but the underlying, the thread is, do you know what? I get it. I understand that I've been lonely for all this time, but I'm in the process. I'm going to change it because I want this. I, yes. I want to be in a community. I just It just brings up so much because I'm thinking the other thing I'm doing this year is I'm going to try to attend, not going to try, I'm attending a lot of art workshops. I've already signed up for two. Nice. And I've gone to this place to do workshops before and art workshops, it's always women with gray hair. <laughs> so I fit right in. Um, and th so the ladies would say, you know, who wants to go out to dinner tonight? And I would be like, oh, no, I can't. Because I'd like say I got a client call tonight. Yeah. But I would purposefully have set that up so that I would have calls so that I wouldn't have to go out to dinner. Yeah, I do the same with tennis group as well. They go out and have lunch, have coffee and everything. And every single time. I say, no, I've got I've got to go to work. Which I do, but at the same time, I could make the effort. Right. We could just like set that hour aside. Like for yoga, I know it's from 9.30 to 10.30. I can say from, put on my calendar that from, let's say, 8 o'clock in the morning to noon, three days a week, I'm not available to work. And I'm going to start having coffees with women because yeah, that's what they do. I'm yeah. busy networking. Networking my loneliness. For sure. Oh, this has been amazing. But it's funny, isn't it? Because it's never like it seems. Like you might have people, you know, lots of people listening might have look like they are, you know, the kind of like the out extroverts kind of outgoing. Um, but actually, you know what? Don't ever judge a book by its cover. You know, certainly um, not. Yeah. Sure. And if you're lonely, then do you know what? Join us to 2024. We're banging it out there. We're, we're, we're doing it. Yes, yeah, we we're are. We're going to stand in the ring, aren't we? Yes, we are. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, I love you, Chloe. Thanks. Zoe, I just called you my dog's name. I That's how much I love you. I just called you my dog's name. Yeah, I know. <laughs> my dog is my heart. So love you, Zoe. And we'll hear from you soon. See you soon. Bye. <laughs>